get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Saxon and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Zach Silver is the Cardinals beat writer for MLB.com. He's down in Jupiter watching this team right now, checking out what they look like. Appreciate him hopping on the show with us. Zach, thanks so much for the time, man. How you doing today? We'll try to get Zach Silver on the line here momentarily. Maybe he's, he's just quiet and, he, you know, <laughs> he just thought his, that would speak for itself. Uh, sorry, I'm here. I guess oh. my, my headphones weren't connected. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no worries, Zach. So we appreciate the time today, man. We were just talking about the Miles Michaelis situation and the Cardinals once again pushing him back. If you're a Cardinals fan right now, Zach, you've you've been on these Zoom calls with Mike Schilt. How much concern do you believe is justified with the Miles Michaelis situation? Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty justified. I mean, the, the club is generally pretty, you know, not, not they don't share too, too much about, um, you know, injuries being serious. Not that I think this is necessarily a serious injury, but at least the timeline is kind of getting to a bit of a crunch. And, you know, she yesterday said that there's not much margin for error in, in his plan right now. And, you know, for a team that's usually not too, too open about that kind of stuff, I guess that, you know, you could take that as a little bit more concern than normal. Um, and even, you know, Mazalek has said that uh, there's just not much uh, time and there's a bit of urgency to get him going. Um, so I think they're, the injury itself I don't think is something too, too major, but it's just the time crunch that they're in right now is to, to get him ready for opening day. Hey, Zach. First of all, welcome to the Cardinals beat. And have the other guys been hazing you a little bit, like <laughs> Gould and Jeff Jones and maybe, um, I don't know, is Jim Hayes down there? Have they been rough on you or has it been pretty gentle? So far, it's been okay. No whoopee cushions on my seat or no pulling my chair out from behind me when I come back to the press box or anything. Uh, you know, it's been, it's a weird kind of situation right now. We're all in the same boat. So I guess there's a little camaraderie of, you know, there's not much access. So we're kind of doing what we can to help each other out. You got to be know, loving Jupiter, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been great. I'm actually back home now. But, um, right. yeah, I was there for the first two weeks or so, and it was uh, hard to complain. It was my first time down there. I was, I was on the West Coast uh, last year, so it's uh, – it was a real, real nice treat to be able to get down there for the first time. All right. Now I'll finally ask you a baseball question. And this is like, I feel like this is a topic every year. We spend all this time talking about who's it going to be. And that's Yadier Molina's backup. And you had a nice roster breakdown today. And of, I think of all the spots, that was the one you left blank. And it sounds like Tyler Heineman has done some nice things down there. You know, they have to make the decision with Andrew Kisner, whether he's better off playing once a week or playing every day in AAA. Where do you think they're leaning on that? And tell us a little bit about Tyler Heineman. I think he's got some skills that are kind of interesting. Yeah, I, it, it, it's an interesting question. And I think, honestly, with the fact that the AAA season has been pushed back, um, I think that could probably give Kisner a little bit more of an edge because mm-hmm. there's not much, there's not going to be much desire to put him at the AAA site if he's not going to be playing in AAA games. You know, he's not going to be able to really gain much at the alternate site that he wouldn't be able to gain playing. You know, less than I think he's. I think if he does get on the roster, I think Yadi 
at least publicly has said he's much more open to splitting time. It seems like he's taking on this mentor role a little bit more this, uh, this spring training. Um, but so I think if Kisner does make the roster, I would, I, I expect a little bit more of a split than maybe what's what we've seen in the past. Um, that being said, I think Heineman does bring some, some good tools to the table. He is, uh, he is, a, he's good on the base pass. He's, he's thrown out a couple of runners so far down here. And, um, it seems like he and Jack specifically have a bit of a good working mm-hmm. relationship. And he's another guy who came, I mean, he, he did a little Instagram Q and A the other day and he's, one of the reasons he said he decided to come to the Cardinals because he, he one he grew up a Cards fan, but two mm. he really wanted to learn from Yachty. So mm. I I think that's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But you know Yachty has publicly said that he's willing to do whatever Schultz says is necessary and whatever the club feels is great. And you know especially him and Ivan Herrera seem to have a really great working relationship. So I know he wants to play as much as he can, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of takes some uh, takes not a backseat role, but a little bit of an equal role with another guy. Zach Silver joining us here on 101 ESPN. He's the Cardinals beat writer for MLB.com. Zach, one of the guys that's really stood out, I guess two guys really over the last few days are Tyler O'Neill and Lane Thomas. Lane Thomas getting some opportunities out in center. Tyler O'Neill playing in his usual spot out in left field. What have you seen from those two so far this camp and what stood out to you about them? Yeah, actually, it's funny you ask that because that's the exact story I'm writing today is the fact that these two guys have made some really good impressions and that they were kind of, you know, they were, they've always been part of the, the picture, but I feel like Dylan Carlson and Harrison Bader have kind of been the two uh, focal points of the, of the outfield. But I mean, it's early in camp, but Tyler and, and Lane have really been making the biggest impression so far. They're leading the, the group in pretty much every offensive category. You know, one or the other is doing that. So I think they're, they're, you know, making, making really great impressions. Lane Thomas specifically, I mean, he had such a tough 2020 after he struggled with COVID and, you know, kind of struggled to get his legs back under him throughout the rest of the year. I mean, a lot of guys, you wonder how much their seasons got stunted, not just by the short season, but also just by the pause and guys who had to deal with the virus. So he's, he's kind of one of the top guys in that category, but you know, he's playing really well. And with Harrison Bader kind of sidelined with his forearm issue, he's, taking a real leap in center field. He's made some great running catches, sliding catches. And Tyler O'Neill, the question has kind of been with his bat, but so far he's proving to be pretty capable in the spring. Um, and, you know, there hasn't been much question with the defense for any of these guys, but if you see Lane Thomas and Tyler O'Neill kind of competing for the left field, I think that's your ideal situation. I have two guys who are pretty capable there where it was kind of thought to be a question mark. With Lane Thomas, do you think there's any chance that he could potentially, I, I know that Schilt doesn't like calling it a platoon, he doesn't like talking about the splits, but he says it's matchup driven. Do you think with those matchups against righties versus the matchups against lefties, you could maybe platoon Harrison Bader and Lane Thomas in center field? Is, is that something you think they would give any consideration to, or are they pretty secure with Harrison Bader as their everyday center fielder right now? I think, I still, yeah, I still think it's Harrison's to lose. I don't think they're ready to you know, at least publicly give it to Lane or give it to any other sort of platoon ship. You know, like you said, they are very hesitant to at least call it that, you know, they might do it in practice, but they, you know, they're pretty hesitant to call it a platoon ship. They just call it matchups, which, right. you know, at the end of the day is pretty much the same thing. But um, yeah, and no, I think, you know, Harrison's injury, his form is bothering him. I don't think it's not supposed to be too serious, um, but you know, that's kind of what we, I mean, I'm not like, being conspiracy theorists or anything, we heard with Miles that it wasn't too serious originally, so we'll see how it kind of pans out with Harrison. Um, but, yeah, no, I still think it's his his job. Um, you know, but I, and I think Dylan's pretty entrenched in right field, so it's going to be interesting to kind of see how the, the left field pans out. That being said, I think if Harrison struggles, his leash isn't going to be too long, and you could definitely see Lane take some reps there. 
Hey, Zach, speaking of leashes, um, Matt Carpenter's 0 for 11 thus far in spring training. And now, normally, you know, former all-star, really good hitter for a lot of years, you wouldn't worry about certainly the beginning of spring training and what the numbers look like. But here's a guy without an obvious role, right, coming off two really down seasons. So what do you think Matt Carpenter needs to do this spring in order to have a, a vital role at the start of the season and do you believe this notion that he's competing with Tommy Edmond for second base at this point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that was kind of the hope I think at camp, and I'm not I'm not ready to call it off yet. But unless he really picks it up, I, I don't I can't really see him being the starting second baseman at this current moment. That being said, you know, if he has a great second half of camp, or if he really starts to pick it up, you know, I could definitely see him forcing himself into the into the in, into the starting lineup. I mean, Mozeliak has always said if you hit you play, so if he's able to pick that back up, then he could find his way back into second field and in second base and that's what kind of makes left field even more interesting because if Matt if Carpenter is playing second base, then where does Tommy Edmond play? I mean, he can play anywhere, but his natural the natural opening would be in left field. So that's now three guys you have sort of in a way competing for the left field job. Um so I th- I think right now it's it's Tommy Edmond. You know, it was kind of an interesting it's been interesting pendulum or it was Tommy Edmond before camp started and then Carpenter was kind of voicing how he wanted to be the second baseman and now you know without much results to his name it's hard to see him kind of being in line for second base without really turning things around last question that I've got for Cardinals beat writer for MLB.com Zach Silver he's joining us here on 101 ESPN Zach we've all seen Alex Reyes has looked great Adam Wainwright has looked fantastic that continued with his performance again yesterday are there any other pitchers that have stood out to you with strong performances thus far in camp, whether it be in-game or some side sessions with bullpens? Anybody standing out to you not named Alex Reyes or Adam Wainwright? Yeah, one guy that everyone always brings up is Johan Oviedo. I mean, we haven't really been able to see him too much, but you know, anytime you're kind of just generally talking about the pitching staff, he's kind of the guy who gets brought up unprompted as someone the club is really excited about, and he's still pretty young, so he has some time to grow. Um, but He's he's kind of top among those names as far as guys who just the club is generally excited about. And you've also seen Tommy Parsons, who's had such an interesting career trajectory. He wasn't drafted. He was a Division three player, and he's been kind of given the tough role whenever a starting pitcher struggles or any pitcher struggles. He's kind of the fireman who's been coming on through spring training. He's done a great job, just bases loaded situations, two men on situations. You know, I'm not ready to give him a spot in the bullpen, but at the very least, he's proving to be a very like capable guy who's happy to come on in any situation. And obviously he kind of needs to do that if he wants to, if he wants to even compete for a role. But I mean, there's been nothing but glowing things said about him, I guess, kind of just because of how tough the situations he's been thrown into. He's Zach Silver, Cardinals beat writer for MLB.com. Check out his work over there, Cardinals.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at Zach Silver. Zach, thanks so much for the time, man. Always appreciate it. All the best to you. And we'll talk with you again soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me on guys.